Welcome to Sustain This, a podcast where we discuss mindful consumption, personal style, and the quest for living a more intentional life. I'm Alyssa, a sustainable stylist. And I'm Christina, a shopaholic turned minimalist-ish. And I'm Sina, a color consultant and slow fashion style coach. Together, we will unpack the nuances of what it really means to be a conscious consumer and find more joy in what we have right now. So grab your tea, your coffee, or whatever floats your boat, and join us in the conversation. Let's go. Yay. <laughs> We've got an interesting episode today. <laughs> this was a topic that I struggle with a lot or that I'm just personally interested in. And I'm so uh, curious and excited to get both of your takes on this. And this is um, a discussion that I think is brought up a lot in the sustainable fashion and slow fashion space. And that is systemic or collective versus individual action. Um, I think before, at least when I entered the space, probably when all three of us were in this space, it was really focused. There was a really big focus on conscious consumption. There was a huge onus on the consumer. Like we have to recycle. We have to do all the things to reduce our consumption and, and be good shoppers and all this. But now uh, I think the movement is such that people are starting to understand that systemic action or collective action has to take place. So the just to kind of start the episode off with an understanding, when we talk about individual action, we're talking about things that you can do as an individual, whether it's mend your clothes, shop your closet, shop from local or eco brands or whatever, versus systemic and collective action is really centered around, obviously, like doing things at a community level. So whether it's, you know, organizing community swaps or community gardens like this can kind of also be this this topic broaches you know all things I think sustainable but we're gonna stick to fashion um you know lobbying for legislation or calling your your member of parliament or whatever that looks like for you so my um I often question um I feel a bit guilty for for not participating so much at the systemic level, um, but there are some really good things happening at you know at that community or collective level. You know, like recently, EU Parliament voted strongly in favor of introducing regulation in the fashion industry, which forces a more sustainable business model. New York and California are both at the forefront of legislation to hold brands accountable for the exploitation of people and the planet. So this is all really good news and it's super hopeful. But at the same time, I I feel a little bit, like I said, I, I have this guilt because it's like I didn't lobby my government for systemic change. Like I'm not organizing local swaps. I'm just, you know, doing what I can on the channel and I'm really focusing on the individual level. So I'm just curious if both of you think about this a lot and if you participate or if you try to participate at a collective level or the fact that we all have communities centered around topics to try and help people reduce their overconsumption, does that count as a collective action? Um, so maybe this is just a very selfish episode for me to make myself feel better. I don't know. <laughs> but I'd love to know um, your thoughts on just sort of that, the conversation first, systemic versus individual action. I think it's a great topic because I think it's something people can relate to as well. Like, um, 
I think especially like when you want to start making more sustainable choices, like generally also in terms of like fashion and style, but also just the way you consume generally and how you um, like recycles, you know, waste and stuff. Um, I think when you get into, I think many people will reach this level of also being a little bit exhausted at some point or like mm. quest start questioning, does it even have an effort and is, is it even working and like what, what, what difference is it even making? Um, so I think it's a really good and really important topic. I, und I totally understand what you feel. I think, well, without, in <clears throat> without individual action and individual interest, I would say, I think it starts with being interested and being curious. Um, systemic action and the way you define it wouldn't happen. But I also think that I really feel strongly that the individual get, takes a lot of flack and I think the responsibility is, is put mm -hmm. on individual choice so much that uh -huh. I think, you know, <clears throat> there's still, and I, I understand, you know, there's individual consumption and then us as a collective of billions of people on this planet consuming, like they're, you know, the individual action does, can have a snowball and does have a snowball mm -hmm. effect um, globally with, you know, trash and landfill and carbon emissions and all that stuff. But can we not forget that there's corporations that are contributing to this production mm -hmm. and this pollution? And I think the, you know, the party line is like, oh, well, without, without demand, there would not be supply. But I would say that as individuals, we're also, we have so much working against us when it comes to how that demand is put on us to consume, like through marketing, through societal pressure, all these different things. So I think, yes, individual action matters, but it's definitely at a higher level than the individual um, in terms of the impact I think that's happening globally and in the fashion industry. Yeah, mm. that's, I think that's such a good point. I think both of you made some really good points, like Sina, that the just the the interest of being a conscious consumer can be a jumping off point to finding out more about okay how do i get involved in this kind of thing and then christina your point about um the heavy burden placed on consumer choices a hundred percent i think it has to go they have to kind of go hand in hand um and i remember when I started the channel i was like delusional enough to be like to think like well if enough of us reduce our over like if enough of us change our habits then the economics of this whole thing have to change like the demand will go down and businesses are going to have to just change their model um but i think i think to, yeah to your point we often forget that corporations are huge players in the game of overproduction. And it is incredibly hard as consumers to say, no, like, thank you, but no, thank you. You also have to be responsible. And I think it's like, I think it can get very easy to think, okay, but this is like a giant corporation. Like, how do I make a difference to H&M? Or how do I make a difference? Like, I'm just one person. So do we 
do we give up more easily when we look at it from the lens of I'm just one person I'm just Mm. this individual I bought my metal straw and replaced all my plastic ones they're done yeah that kind of mentality yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I think yeah, it can definitely be an excuse to give up. Like you say, like, does it turn into like a, an excuse to give up because it's like, or it, I, can, I think it potentially could turn into an excuse to not do anything if you focus too much on systemic action. So I think it's really like right. a balance that you need to keep up with um, because I think it's also something about personal values and what makes you mm. feel good and the way that you consume, like what is connected to your values, like what kind of like what is a good purchase to you um and I think yeah that's definitely easy to forget if you focus too much on systemic change but then I totally agree with what you said at the same time there's like a bigger I think one of you referred to it as a a bigger beast that we need to (laughs) to kind of think about too and that whole um yeah in order to really like change the fashion industry like it can't all rely on the on the individual consumer no yeah and like I think either oh go ahead ahead. sorry no 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 you go Christina oh I was just gonna say that I think there's just like because I've experienced it myself I just think there's so much guilt associated with our individual actions and it really goes back to that black and white thinking of um you know well I should stop shopping altogether or I should put um Like I see it a lot, for example, in like the zero waste movement. I think there's a lot of, um, uh, you know, for example, I I follow some zero waste creators and they're amazing and inspiring. And I, but like I'll see comments like, oh, you used, you bought groceries that are covered in plastic Mm. or something. Mm -hmm. And then you must not be zero waste. And then I think that creates this weird, like, it's just this unrealistic pressure. Um, and I think we've talked about this in other episodes before where if you start to feel that guilt and that perfectionism when it comes to like what you can do as an individual, mm-hmm. it almost <clears throat> it, it almost takes you out of the conversation. Like it really, it's very demotivating and um, like you just, you you lose like why should I even try if I'm going to get... Yes. <clears throat> villainized all the time for this Mm. yes there was I don't know if either of you felt this way but again like I keep on going back to like the very very early days of of when I came into slow like the slow fashion space I was incredibly worried about being villainized for you know, not being perfect, perfect, sustainable. Like I still had fast fashion pieces. I still had, you know, like I I still shopped and that kind of, I like the expression. I'm sure you've both heard this and used this. Like we cannot shop our way into sustainability. Like, Mm -hmm. so governments, governments also have to play a really large role. Like, have you have either of you ever like contacted a brand and been like hey where are your things produced or have either of you called your you know local member of parliament and been like I disagree with this like how I've only done it actually like I've only ever called my MP and stuff about other environmental issues but never about fashion which I find odd uh I will say no 
And for me, um, I'm just, I'm, I, I wish I was more, but I don't, I'm not that much of an activist. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I think there's just, there's people that, I don't want to, like, they have more, they're more, they're more passionate about it or like, yeah. it's just, it's just never been something that's been on my radar. Like, obviously I vote and I get involved yes. in the things that I can, but I haven't. And, um, I find it interesting because like, I feel like for me and taking it back to slow fashion, like, I think I'm in a bit of a different space than you guys. I feel like I've never really, um, like learning about, <clears throat> And the environmental impact, the human impact, all of that came a lot later for me. And I'm still really learning about it. For, and for me, like a lot of what I talk about is at an individual level in the sense of consumption, mm -hmm. your own personal consumption and um, your clutter and your financial ties to it. So for me, it's always just I've just been in a different space thinking about that and it will take more effort on my part to get to learn more about it and get interested and get involved. So that's some work that I have to do personally. Um, but I will admit that I, yeah, it's just never, it's just something I haven't thought about to be mm. honest. Like, yeah. 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 An yeah, option I that same. I didn't know was there. Um, yeah. yeah. I've done like, I don't know if you can call it like more of like silent activism. Like I've never mm -hmm. contacted like the government or like doing or participating in like um like protests or like bigger stuff like that um but you know something like i i follow um i actually know one of the people who like started this initiative which is something called good clothes fair pay um mm -hmm. you can find them on instagram it is basically like an initiative that's been i'm 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 gonna get this right i think it's it's within europe but then um it's like a a document that you just sign and then mm. you are demanding a living wage for the people who produce our clothes and I feel like that something like that is something that I will gladly do any day mm -hmm. um and I think it's because maybe like inside of me I'm a little bit afraid to put myself out there and do more like I don't know it's for me like I like Christina like you said I feel like it's definitely something I need to work on and I feel like I could definitely do more work there but I also think do what feels right for you like and do what feels like something you can sustain and that you feel good mm -hmm. about doing and I feel like something like this is definitely something I I could do like it's yeah yeah mm -hmm. I'm the same like like I said I haven't contacted my local government or anything about anything like fashion related I've definitely signed you know, like the pay up campaigns and all, all of those things, um, which I guess in a way it's, it's an individual action, but it's also kind of like, it's part of something at the community level because you're like joining a group kind of thing. Mm. Um, so I, yeah, it takes individual involvement and um, interest to, to grow that into a collective yeah yeah and I know that you just said before Alyssa that we can't consume ourselves to a more sustainable or ethical like fashion industry which I completely agree with but I think like sometimes you know like a brand like People Tree for example which is mm -hmm. like good to the core like they do so much yes. good and they they help like communities and they, there's just so much good 
so many good things linked to their brand their and work. the fact yeah and to their work the fact that they actually produce clothes where I feel like you know supporting a brand like that is also a way like again we Huge. cannot like if you buy new clothes from them every single month and you end up not wearing them then no but if you buy something from an ethical brand to support like the idea of a more sustainable f- fashion future I feel like that's also a form of of activism yes this is like voting with your dollar and like wearing your values kind of right yeah yeah exactly yeah I think yeah I do think it comes down to perhaps knowing your values as a consumer because you can have so many and then just if you know that you're shopping within your and I've talked about this several times like the the world of like I think one way to maybe not feel that guilt and not spiral into the like well I can't do anything so I'm just gonna shop at you know, Shein or whatever. It's like, if you shop your values, I think you can have like, if you choose maybe two or three that are important to you within the sustainable space, whether it's, you know, longevity or secondhand or local or whatever, then you're kind of, you're able to stay true to yourself and authentic and you're yeah, and you're you're kind of like doing your bit, and like you said to your point, Cena, like you're supporting, in some way, a more sustainable fashion future mm. through your purchase. Yeah, yeah, I think so, and I think doing that with um, a certain level of leniency because you can't, like sometimes you just can't. Yes, you can't. You can't hit all the hit all the values, all the nails no. on the head every time. Um, and I think everybody's just doing their best with the resources and what they have. Yeah. But in terms of just like, <clears throat> I think we, with that shopping at an individual level and centering ourselves as the individual, like again, going back to, there's just, there's just so much stuff and things vying for our attention. Mm-hmm. And part of me is like, yeah, me as an individual, part of me does kind of think that way sometimes. Like, what impact do I have? Like, mm. you know, I haven't flown on a plane in how long, but, you know, billionaires on pli- private jets, like mm. people flying around the world multiple times a year in their private jet, like my contribution versus someone else's in a very different tax bracket than me is mm. like, it's just so different. So I think it's like you can't compare you and your actions as an individual to the global like to the bigger picture sometimes but I think Mm. it's very easy to do that in the sense of like oh I bought a plastic water bottle or I bought (sighs) something from Zara or whatever it is it's like big picture I don't know I don't know how how detrimental that is I, I guess it's uh it's much more nuanced obviously than Mm. Totally. than what I could even fathom yeah I yeah because like really good oh point. sorry no no go yeah. ahead you go ahead uh, yeah I think you said that in our previous uh episode Alyssa that you know sometimes if we're speaking fashion what we wear can even you know it can become that conversation starter mm-hmm. so even though like we're doing we're doing that form of activism where we're doing that work for ourselves and with the decision we make in order to become more sustainable with our choices like it will spread to friends and family and it will become something you talk about and that you have a conversation about so um 
I feel like it can definitely like even though it's something you do for your for yourself it can can potentially spread to like your yes. surroundings as well totally yeah and I just I have a, another thought regarding this is like again as an individual doing your best like for example if you're vetting a company that you decide you want to buy from and you like their values like sometimes those companies don't even know what's going on in their own factories because like that reporting isn't transparent um they're not there every day like you don't really get the full picture as much as even this brand is trying to do their best like it sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just like you can only do so much you can only use the information that you have. And sometimes that's not always what we have. That's why greenwashing is a problem and why fe- people feel so like played by it. Yes. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I feel like there's so many brands you can look up on Reddit and just like type is mm. X brand ethical, mm-hmm. even when they claim they are. Like it's, yeah, people are just tired of being like lied to. Yeah. And those Mm. I guess there's just there's just so much that we don't know. I don't. Yeah. It's just it's hard. It's hard mm. to because the pressure is on us. We feel the pressure to make as perfect of a choice as possible, but it's just so like again the nuance is like it's hard to. I can't even wrap my head around it, man. Like <laughs> that's a really good point, Christina. It's like how as a consumer are we supposed to make a perfect choice when the majority of brands aren't even doing it quote-unquote perfectly in the first place like yeah how do you do you guys feel about those like there's a lot of these like third party like um organizations popping up like the sustainable apparel coalition and like all of you know like remake do you look to them for do you use them ever to like vet certain brands or do you feel like there's value in those organizations for as for you as a consumer when you're trying to make a choice? Yeah, I've I've used uh, Good on You the the app, which mm-hmm. you know I have a, a friend again who works in like the systemic, uh, I don't know how do you say it, like the systemic fashion industry, and she knows like mm-hmm. she she's written some great articles on her blog. Um, sadly, they're in in Danish, but um, yeah, f- for me they've been like they've been really inspiring um and she wrote like an article at some point about you know good on you or it was an instagram post i think and like the nuances mm-hmm. of the way they sometimes um really, they're hard to please i've heard <laughs> yeah and and it's like they there are like some nuances there that get lost somewhere and the in the way mm-hmm. they rate the brands um and then there's just the fact that there are a lot of brands who are not even like represented within the app so sometimes you can't really do the entire research mm-hmm. but i've 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 used that app a lot in the past and sometimes I still will. Um, yeah. But sometimes I also just do it again, a simple Google search and then people on Reddit will have a conversation or you can read an article, but you know, it's, it's not, I mean, yeah, like you just said, Christina, like the nuances, it's, it's so hard to get at the, yeah. to the bottom of it sometimes. And I feel like for me, I've definitely reached a level now where of course I'm trying my best, but I'm not trying as like to be as perfect perfect yes. as I I maybe was when I started back in 2016 like just to, to to refer back to what you mentioned Alyssa that at that time I felt like it was so um sc- scary to put yourself yes. out there and be like I'm a sustainability advocate and I talk about sustainable fashion and people would just like you would get all these like like almost this backlash sometimes if you yes. weren't be- perfect. perfect 
Um, whereas I feel like now we've definitely reached the level where people are being more kind to themselves and mm-hmm. like generally being more kind in the process because we've learned now that it's hard to be perfect. Like you can't, yeah, you can't be perfect. Yeah. Just more. I think there's more realistic. Yeah, more realistic. Are, That's being a really more realistic point. about it. Yeah, but like. Going back to, you know, having to use good on you and these third party certifications, Google, Reddit, like, why do we have to work so hard when we want to buy something? Why is that mm. information so hard to find? Yeah. Oh, that's a really good just like, yeah. again, it's just another thing working against you. First of all, we don't have all of the information. We don't have the access. Information could be potentially being withheld that we don't know. So it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. cut yourself some yeah. slack as an individual. It's yeah. funny. And that's, it's funny that I I find it's fun, uh, like ironic that I, I've been thinking about this. Cause again, like the, w- when I started the channel, it was primarily for people who was like, we don't have the time or the wherewithal or the knowledge, like just use what you have. It's literally the most simple solution mm-hmm. to being yeah. sustainable. Like just, <laughs> yeah. just use yeah. what you've got, do what you can. Um, but I guess it's like the more you, you learn about the negative impacts it becomes harder to ignore, but I like the reminder. I think we all need to be served a reminder that it's like, just do your best, do Mm. your best. It's, you can advocate by just wearing the clothes that you have and sharing about why you love rewearing them. Like even that in itself is a piece of its advocacy and it's a really beautiful thing. So Mm. it is. And like using what you have in our world and and the social media and the exposure and, and marketing and pressures that we are exposed to every day, using what you have is harder than it sounds. Mm. It's like it a really radical is. thing. Yeah. Like a little rebellion, a little mm. act of rebellion. I think this it is, is. A, like something in, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to jump ahead, but in our next episode, I think that's something we're going to be talking a lot about, like how it, you know, with, social media and trends on social media why it's so it's it's still so like to this day it's still so hard to just use what you have which is sad (laughs) that we've not really come that far yes and I wonder if that's also part of the part of the reason why like legislation and all this stuff is hard to pin down because because this is such an ambiguous thing like the supply chain is so so massive now and it's like well what if everyone just used what they have what like what it's almost like you need you need an entire change in the cultural zeitgeist to happen and like that's not gonna happen so it's mm-hmm. you know yeah because if consumption stopped then your economy would crash and well, exactly too, and so. that's just never gonna happen <laughs> so like <laughs> we just have to work within the within the like within the environment that we currently have but um okay this has been really interesting i really appreciate y'all your points <laughs> but yeah that's where like i find you so inspiring in that whole space Alyssa, with like creativity over consumption because i feel like whenever i feel overwhelmed with like information or you know is this brand good or bad and like mm. even if i'm yeah you know if if yeah if i if i kind of lose um Again, like we talked about in a previous episode um, about fashion not being frivolous, if I kind of lose that sense of it, you know, it is important and it is important to me and it, it's okay that I find it important. Like, it, I feel like using what you have and really connecting with that 
and being creative with what you have like that's I feel like it kind of grounds me like especially when I'm feeling mm -hmm. feeling overwhelmed when I'm feeling I'm not doing my best and when I'm feeling like there's just too, too much information right. for me to cope with in order to yeah. become a better consumer I feel like that really always grounds me to just be like relax you've got you've got all the recipes for the cookie right in your wardrobe <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a really good point so true yeah it's lovely yeah did either of you have anything else you wanted to say on the topic i think it was a good a good conversation like mm, I, it, I it scared it. me a little bit because like you i felt like i don't necessarily know a lot but um yeah no i think there's some good good points Thank you so much for joining in our conversation this week. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple and leave us a rating and review. It's one of the best ways to support the Sustain This podcast at zero cost to you. We're also a community-led podcast, so if you have any questions for us, topic requests, or even guests you want to hear from, please send us a DM on Instagram at sustainthis underscore podcast. We read all of our comments and look forward to hearing from you. We hope you join us again next Tuesday where we'll talk about so much more than clothes. Ciao!